Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Chip, chip you know I, I love, love you. you, I'll always be true. So please, Chipperoo. Okay, I love it. Because the Beatles are everywhere right now. They're back. They they got back. They got they, they got back for Get Back on Disney Plus. Just tell the the folks about it if they haven't heard I mean, about this new series. Everyone should know, but it's like you are a fly on the wall. During this get back um, recording session, practice session, rehearsal session, hours and hours and hours of just watching the Beatles hang out and write songs and be the, it be- is be the Beatles. Mesmerizing. Yes. It shouldn't be interesting. It's eight hours long. Is that right? They're, yeah, but they're different episodes. And I think the original cut was like 18 hours long. Mm-hmm. And it's... It sounds like it's boring, but it is super interesting. It's so fascinating. And Paul McCartney just like pulls songs out of thin air. It's incredible. It is I don't know how he does incredible. It. So that's on Disney Plus. Highly recommend. Loved that Chip Chipperoo. They didn't pay us to promote that, but they should. They could. Hey, Disney Plus. Hey. Hey. Is Bob's on Disney Plus yet? I feel like I it should know. be eventually. I know it got it's, taken off. I know it's on Netflix. Hulu. I don't know who has what deal right now, but yeah. It's always changing. I'm just trying to find a segue into Bob's Burgers. Um, um. This is a podcast about Bob's Burgers. <laughs> we, Welcome. It's about the end credits to Bob's Burgers. Is this going well? I, I think so. I think so. How about this? Hi, y'all. Welcome back to episode... Uh, blah, blah, blah. Wait, I was just going to say, that sounds more like a, our, our like Friday Night Lights podcast. Oh, I forgot about our Friday Night Lights. We do have a secret podcast. Friday Night Lights it's podcast. It's called Tales of Tammy Taylor. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's really just me and Skylar talking to each other every night. And uh, I have that huge ass glass of white wine that um, Amy Schumer has in that <laughs> that skit to to parody Tammy Taylor. Yeah. Um. Welcome to episode sixty-seven of Bob's Credit. 
we are going to be going undercover in today's episode. But before we do, we have some patrons to thank and to make burger pun names of. So if for some reason this is your first episode, if you sign up for our Patreon, you not only get a shout out, but Max is turning your name into a burger pun. A burger pun. Excuse me. The maestro. Uh, He has to get his voice. He does the chip chip a ruse and then he's got to get his voice (laughs) ready for these burger puns. So our first patron we have to thank is Maddie Carroll. Maddie, thank you so much. Your pun name is... The Crawdaddy Carol Burger. <gasps> little crawdad on a burger. You that, gotta, you gotta that's get the a meat southern. Out of there. Yes. Okay, I had one for her too. First of all, thank you, Maddie. My burger for her would be the Maddie Melt with Escarole Burger. With Escarole Burger. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. But yours, get it? It's like Maddie Melt, Patty Melt. Yours is also more of like a a fancy foodie joint burger well i hope yours is a fancy foodie joint because i'm not having crawfish on a on a burger at a diner would you get like a shrimp or crab omelet at a diner no Uh uh-uh i have done that before so i'm just gonna say it's fine (laughs) Okay. okay thank you maddie thank you maddie our next patron we have to thank is chris parsons who is now going to be known as... I'm so proud of this one. Okay, Chris, I'm excited. Chris, uh, keep his last name in mind here. It's the Chris P. Fried Onions Burger. I love it. I love it. Crispy. 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 Ooh, what is it? Crispy. The Chris P. Fried Onions Burger. Oh, I love a crunch on my burger. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris, for that excellent... Um, inspiration yes thank you for having and thank you so much and our final patron is gal hazer who is now going to be the galfalfa sprouts hazer burger oh gal is one of our greatest fans and you put alfalfa sprouts on his burger I like alfalfa sprouts. Okay. Sprouts, thank you very much. So, gal, okay. don't let her t- don't let her don't <laughs> let her say that your burger sucks because I love alfalfa sprouts it's on a sandwich on a burger top. Oh, I love it. You'll have a great side of fries. I, I just eat it. I eat them plain. They're, you do they're fun. Yeah, yeah. Gal, thank you, gal. Gal was uh, with me over at Credit Score, my other podcast, where we went through the end credits. Uh, the, the beginning and end credits for all types of movies and TV shows was the inspiration for Bob's credits. This mm-hmm. was a spinoff initially. So, Gal, thank you for supporting us over here. He's been very active in our Discord, which is new, by the way, on Patreon. Uh, all of our Patreon subscribers get access to our Discord, where we're starting a nice little Bob community, Bob's Burgers community. It's starting to be a lot of fun over there. We chat about all sorts of things. Um, Bob's. Best side character, recent episodes. Yeah. Max is gonna create some <laughs> Bob's Burgers emojis for us over there. I've already started creating some, and uh, are the first emoji I created over there is a uh, biscuit as a Bob's character, our dog biscuit. I mean, emoji. it's great. I loved it. So, um, if you want to support us on Patreon, you get a shout out. You get extra episodes. We have some great plans for it in the future. So, hop on over there. And we, our latest episode over on Patreon is what else you should be watching. It's one of our franchises. We for- want to tell people. Sorry, I don't. 
Yeah, for F, for it's one of our franchises for extra episodes. Um, and this is the holiday episode. And we guarantee you that there will be four holiday movies that you have not yet watched. Yes. One's we, a TV show. Yeah, we like to kind of like find deeper cuts and suggest things that we think most people will really enjoy. You know, especially if you're a Bob's fan, kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we're we're TV lovers. I I think I think you'll appreciate the Rex. All right. We've got More some puns. Thi- we've got some things to get into now. Okay. We got we've got Bob pun or Max pun. Let's do it. Okay. Are you ready for your per Are you ready for your purse? Are you ready for your first pun, Skylar? I sure am. The freedom of choice burger comes with bok choy. <laughs> um Bob. Yes. Your next pun is, I know why the Cajun burger sings. Oh, um, Bob. Yes. Your next pun is, did did not expect Bob's to have a Maya Angelou. Oh, I totally reference. Do. Oh, totally. I totally would. Your next pun is the Osei Cayenne UC burger. Bob. Max. Oh, okay. Um, and your final pun is about a soy burger. Max. Yes. I, um, I know we both love that movie so much, so. <laughs> great, great book, too. Great book, too. I actually haven't read it, but I just, you've told me a lot of times and I trust you there. Nick Hornby, who also like wrote High Fidelity, also a great movie. What a great career. Mm-hmm. I agree. Should we get into this episode? I think it's time. I'm really excited for this episode, so yes. Me too. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for Season 5, Episode 7, please? Sure. The title is Tina Taylor, Soldier Spy. There's a mole in Thunder Girl Troop 119, and so Tina goes undercover to get to the bottom of it. Not a boy bottom, the truth. Louise, of course, wants in, too, and so the mole patrol is born. Gene, too, requests a mole roll. So naturally, he goes diving for clues, but gets distracted by garbage. Sometimes I don't know when you're done. <laughs> I was like, it's a dramatic pause. You should be listening to me in case I mess up. Oh, that, but that's my coffee sip time. We've already been through this. No, but I've made mistakes in these, and you don't catch them because you're doing your Max World thing. My max world is coffee and looking at the fun facts I have coming up. Yeah. <laughs> this episode came out on December 14th, 2014. It was written by Holly Schlesinger and directed by Don McKinnon. Um, why are you so excited about this episode? Because it's a phenomenal episode? Because it's really good and I didn't know it was this good. I mean, we've seen it a handful of times. Like most of y'all, we are on our umpteenth watch of this series. But as we sat down, I did not know if this was a favorite of mine or not, and I thoroughly enjoyed rewatching this episode. I thought it was fantastic. Same. I oh, agree. So there's something about when we sit down to watch for the podcast mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, focus. What <laughs> is this the funniest episode? Where are those one-liners? Where are those zingers? Who's on? Who's off? Who's, you know, it's, I'm really, I'm really zoned in. Wow. And uh, this is a very, 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 very enjoyable episode. What do, what do I got to do to get you a zoned in 
on me and my episode descriptions as um, we got to have a whole podcast about your episode descriptions, <laughs> okay. and then I'll have to like sit You'll and take really notes. focus. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's it's just it's such a fantastic episode. One of the things I love: Tina going undercover, Louise doing it her own way, Tina getting annoyed by that. Um, but what I didn't realize on my first couple watches is actually. Tina and Louise get to switch worlds a little bit. And at mm-hmm. the end of the episode, Louise is like, Tina's like, you can be in my troop if you want. And she's like a little shy about it. But she she liked it. And then Tina gets to be the mastermind for once. And so it's like boys for now, which they each kind of, you know, Louise gets to experience Tina's world Vice versa. Do you think that's fair to say, or is oh, that a stretch? No, totally. I totally yeah. agree with you. I also want to point out that just to kick off kind mm-hmm. of like some fun facts as we're talking about this episode, that the title, Tina Taylor Soldier Spy, yes. is a parody of Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy, which is a book and movie with Gary Oldman that came out a while back. Um, I remember when it came out, it was like a... I so remember when it came out, because I couldn't ever get it right, the title. Yeah. And... Everyone was talking about it, and then it just kind of like this. It's one of those movies that, like, with the year it comes out, everyone's like, "Oh, you got to see this movie." And then afterwards, you never hear about it again. Yeah, is it an undercover situation, or you didn't see it either? I assume there's a spy situation. Yeah. I assume maybe someone uh, hems clothing for the tailor. Really? No, I don't know. I'm just making that up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no idea. Um, tinker. Someone messes things up. And there's a soldier. My my brain I, is... It, I'm like going back to that period in my life. I, I don't... My brain's hurting now. Let's go back to the episode. Okay. What, what else do you want to discuss about the episode here? Besides that I love it, I have a few notes. Okay. Hit hit me with some of them. I'm listening. I'm zeroed in on you. Oh, good. I can't wait for I'm this. just going to read them as I've written them on my mini notepad. Detective Louise! Exclamation point question mark. One of the things we are going to do on our Patreon, we are going to dive into fan theories. And one of them will be what the kids evolve into or like what their careers are as adults. I'm putting my money down. I think Louise might become a detective because this is the second episode. The first was Turkey in a Can. This is the second episode that she goes all detective and she has the the boards and the string pointing to all the suspects and I'm going to throw that's my theory. I'm she's throwing like, it on the table. She's like Charlie in the Pepe Silvia. Exactly. Classic oh, meme from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Nice rice. Uh on Instagram they just did that oh, mashup. Oh, they did a mashup, right. Yeah. yeah. We love nice rice designs on Instagram. Go yeah. follow them, please. Um Okay, that's interesting. Louise, a detective, but she's supposed to take over the restaurant. We know that. So. But can't, but that's her cover. Oh, okay. I like that. She flicks, <laughs> flicks, flips burgers by day. Detective by night. Fight crime. Fights, fights crime. crime by night. Oh, I like it. Okay, so she's more superhero than a detective. Maybe. So we get a lot of voice actors. We get some returning, some new who will be recurring. My favorite one is that we get Jody back, who was from Slumber Party in Season 4, Episode 9, the germaphobe, voiced by the amazing Rachel Dratch. Always hilarious. I am so glad that 
they decided to put her in this Girl Scout troop. Me too. And focus in on her. She's great to have in these group settings because she's such a germaphobe. And obviously, when you're around other people and stuff, there's going to be germs and there's, you're going to be grossed out. And one in another fun display of continuity on Bob's, um, Jody is riding in the in Ginny's car. Ginny is the troop master um, <gasps> for uh, Thunder Girls. Or troop leader. I don't she know if she's master. She won't put her butt down she, in the seat, like just like when Bob took her home because she doesn't want to. Like, I sit did on not the- notice that. That is amazing. Yeah. Okay. Wait, but like, let's rewind a second. What is a troop master? I don't know. That I, is I, I, freaking dark. Yeah. That's I, like cult shit right there. Uh, hey, look, I'm not going to say that uh, the Girl Scouts is in a cult or is a cult <laughs> or not. It's it could be. A I cookie don't know. pyramid scheme. I don't know. But speaking of that troop master. Troop leader. This is the first appearance of Ginny, the troop leader. Uh huh. She's voiced by Brooke Dillman, who does a number of voices throughout the series here and there. Just like not, not even oh. like regular characters, but like voices left and right. I'm not familiar um, with her. She's been in a lot of things, but I recognize her most as the blind date that Pam sets Michael up with <gasps> on in the chair model episode of The Office. I think she's her landlord, landlady. I- Love her, and I want to slap Michael. Michael is so mean to her he in that is episode. The worst. I want to take this woman out to coffee after that. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I think something that I, something I really enjoy is like learning about actors' careers when they're not like a when they're not stars, it's really cool to see these like prolific careers that people have, even though you don't recognize their name. Totally. Totally. And especially in with Bob's of, as we've noticed, there's, they're just, they fit in this world of rotating comedic actors who are all on these great comedic shows because it's all this like same circle of actors who came up kind of like an improv together or, you know, around the same time together. So that's why they're all popping up on Bob's. I love that. When she approaches Tina in her black sweatsuit, I don't know why I think that black sweatsuit is so fantastic. In she, the alley? Yeah, she put that sweatsuit on. <laughs> it just makes me laugh so much. She knew she doesn't kind of have to be creepy and hiding out. And yeah, yeah, that was her choice. I love it. Another voice we get is Julie, who is one of the girls in the in the troupe. Mm-hmm. She's actually made appearances since season one, not necessarily with um, speaking lines, but she's probably most notable as one of Courtney Wheeler's, Wheeler's friends. Oh. So in the unbearable like likeness of Jean, she's one of the she's ones wing, when trying a to wing woman. Out, yeah. And they were trying to figure out who likes Jean, and she's like one of the ones that they're searching through. She's voiced by um, Melissa Barden. Golski, who was production coordinator on the show from 2011-2018. No way. Yeah. That's so cool. Just a fun little uh, fact there for you. The last fun fact I have for you is when Gene tries to add himself to the list of suspects uh-huh. for the the person who's the mole. and With the, the horses? Yes. Okay. He pastes his name onto Tina's chariot doll from oh, the Equestronauts. Oh, callback, baby. Mm-hmm. We, I don't want to spoil anything. But, ooh, boy, do we have another Equestronauts callback in the credits of this episode. Yeah. And we're working on an Equestronauts merchandise type thing. Oh, you went there. Merchandise is is coming. I'm just going to say. That is so great about the horse. I I would have not. I wasn't looking that hard. I wasn't as, as 
focused in as you were. Yeah, well, I definitely noticed that on my own and that did not, that information did not come from the fandom page. Mm, no internet on, help. Online. Yes, yeah, got I it, definitely noticed it. that that was that specific chariot doll now, on my own. Did you notice Jody hovering in the car? Because for some reason I didn't. I did not. Okay. I'm very disappointed I didn't and I want to go back and see it. Yeah, now. me too. Do you have any more fun facts? Because I have a few more notes. Yeah, tell me. I mean, I don't have any. Tell me what you've got there and then we'll get into the credits. These are my official notes. Okay, I see them. Mm-hmm. They're very they're very official. In bold with an exclamation point, I have lanyards. Okay. Just lanyards. Mhm. They make lanyards and I just have to say I loved making lanyards so much. Bold. Bold. Lanyards. Um I they're they're fun to make, but they're so ugly. I'm sorry. Oh, but they're so, like, nostalgic now. Totally. But you give them to your friends and they're, like, this plastic junk hanging off your backpack. They're friendship bracelets, thank you very much. No, friendship bracelets are friendship bracelets. You can have a friendship lanyard. Don't, you absolutely can. I ended all my friendships that had lanyards in them. No one gave you a lanyard. That's why you're bitter about this. That's so true. Oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't play to my heart. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Wait, is this the episode where... You guys, I forgot a sentence from my synopsis. Oh, God. What and this is do? your fault. It's because my if fault? you had been listening, you could have been like, hey, what's the sentence? What's the B story? You got to throw it in now. Meanwhile, Linda goes blonde. Oh, we forgot about that whole aspect of the whole aspect the of this episode. Uh, it is um, upsetting. It throws me off my equilibrium. It's so weird. It's too blonde. 
It is yellow. It's the same color as Jean's shirt, we noticed. The exact color of his shirt and also of her shoes. Yeah, it's too much. And Gretchen goes brunette. And she looks great. And she looks great. Oh, I love it. Uh, I love I love poor a Linda. Gretchen. Yeah. Um, so on that note, Linda goes blonde because she saw gray hair. And the burger of the day is Cajun Gracefully Burger. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, that's a play to the theme of the episode. But then I went one step deeper. And it also relates to Tina because Tina's no longer in her troop because she's kind of aged out. And they don't think her old school ways are cool. And she feels like me talking about TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're Cajun gracefully over there. Thank you. And I think also one of the other burgers for this episode was Blondes Have More Fungus Burger or yes. something. <laughs> yeah. So Bob was definitely in a specific uh, he was taking he was taking his home life and putting, and it, putting it into it on, his work. Yeah, putting it on the chalkboard there. Linda is so funny in this episode. It is pretty funny. Yeah. That's really all I have besides the fact that the mean troop, I forget their number. 257. 257 is hysterical yeah they're terrifying and hysterical and i love them i agree and they'll be back they'll be back yeah i'm pretty sure we'll see them again louise fits in so well like i love that's why i think she might be a detective she louise can kind of go into any situation and and fit in she's she's not scared of anything you're right should we get to the end credits Okay, so the last couple moments, or the last moment before the end credits is just kind of Louise and Tina sharing a little moment. Uh, how many times, I love a sister moment. How many times should I say moment before we play this? I didn't even notice. Okay, I did. Well, I made this friendship bracelet for you. Uh, you know, I'm not really a jewelry person. You don't have to wear it. No, I'm going to wear it forever. Back off. <laughs> oh. Okay. Tell us... You are you. You all the feels. Louise wants that friendship bracelet, but Bob's not in- not a lanyard. I'm just going to throw that out there. Okay, mm-hmm. but you know what? You said that friendship bracelets were stupid. So no, friendship bracelets are better than lanyards. Oh my god! But like a lanyard on your backpack, it just lives there, and that's so cool. And I think I had glow in the dark lanyard stuff for all of your um, can't see in the dark lanyard <laughs> needs. <laughs> So she takes this friendship bracelet because little softy Louise really wants it. Mm-hmm. Now, Bob's is so good with continuity. I never see this bracelet again. Do you see this bracelet anywhere? Um, is it in these end credits? Oh, no. I'm not trying to like trick <laughs> oh, you. Oh, I thought you were tricking me. No. Um, no, maybe. I don't know. We'll have to know. keep an eye out for it. All right. And then we go to the credits. What do we see? What do we hear? Okay, so we are in the standard kitchen sequence. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob, Louise, and Tina are preparing burgers. But Bob is dressed, um, quote unquote, interestingly. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to give it away. Okay, go the ahead. The big reveal in the episode, Gene completes his garbage outfit. And Bob, <laughs> just like a lovely moment, is like, Actually, it's pretty nice. Like, get me something. So this is Jean's curated garbage outfit for Bob. And let me tell you, Jean 
did a phenomenal job. Yeah, we've got um, kind of a sleeveless jersey or sleeveless like a basketball jersey, I guess. I yeah. guess it's not sleeveless because they're all pretty much sleeveless. Yeah. It's a basketball jersey that's torn kind of. Yeah, it's, it's not cut into a crop top. It's it's torn, torn. into a crop top pretty much. Like with the number 40. King, yeah. Like little King Trash Mouth. Got to nibbled. it. Nibbled. Yeah. Yeah. Or Ginny. She might have gotten hungry back there while she was waiting for <laughs> Tina. With a 45 on it. But we also see, talk about continuity. Skylar. We see Bob's unfinished tattoo. Tattoo from the uh, Question Outs episode. He's in his normal pants, which I, maybe is his lazy pants. We can't tell from this. No, those are his uh, chef pants okay. because his lazy pants are way too long for him. Got it. Mm-hmm. He's got one boot on, the boot that Gene brought in earlier in the episode that did not have a pair. So he's barefoot uh, on the other foot. Is that barefoot or does he have one of those little socks that I wear that I always lose? Oh, I can't tell. Do you want to get closer? You're going to make me get up. No, no, no. You've got a weighted blanket on right now. But you could get up. I don't feel like it. Oh, come on. <laughs> okay, let me go see. You got to vamp while I'm doing this. No, just yes. cut it. Uh, I will vamp. I think add cowboy boots to anyone, any outfit, and... and. Okay, I'm back. You've got <laughs> good, a million points. Good vamping. Good vamping. <laughs> it, there is a little tiny sock. So Those even, socks you, really annoy me, even though I wear them. Well, they're hard to wear unless you're wearing them in shoes. Like, yeah. And they always come off because they're barely on your, they're, they, they're barely hanging on to your heel. They always slip off my heels. But I get it. Maybe Bob doesn't want to walk on those, that disgusting kitchen mat. Probably barefoot. because it was Jean's turn to clean it. Mm, yeah. No. Um, um, I, okay, so we'll talk about the music in a second, but this, I mean, bam, this visual reveal. Normally in the credits, you kind of have to wait and see for the reveal. This is right in your face. And I I thought it was just hysterical. I agree so much, especially with the music, as we were just about to talk about, which is kind of like a spy thriller. It's from um, it's from the episode. There's like a certain like montage. montage or something of like spy stuff going on. And this is the music from it. But what is the spy music originally from the like what they're parroting, which is the Da-na-na. That's Mission Impossible. Mission, yeah, okay. yeah. I'd so say it's, it's kind of Mission Impossible esque. Okay, sure. Now, I misread this yesterday when we were watching. I heard farts, so my mind went to Gene's keyboard. It's not Gene's keyboard. Tell us about the farts that are in the music. Well, we haven't heard it yet. Yeah, we have. We have. They're there. Yeah, let's listen. There was a fart already. Yeah. I don't think there was. Okay, can we bet something? Because I know I'm right. Really, a jewelry person. You don't have to wear it. No, I'm gonna wear it forever. Back off. You're right. <laughs> there were a couple of fart noises, but what that is is from Troop 257's handshake. The pull is, the finger fart, which is how they reveal the mole in the episode. Great. Reveal great plant and payoff in the episode. Mm-hmm. Very satisfying, I thought. So it is a fart noise, but it's just a fart noise you make with your mouth. Yeah, but I just assumed, because we do have a lot of fart noise. <laughs> this is like, when I die. Oh, I wonder where this is going. And my work is shown to our grandkids. You want me to make fart noises? No, they're going to be like, so she's studying fart noises in the end of... An episode? 
Anyway, I was just going to say there are a lot of fart noises in the end credits. They belong to Gene's keyboard, but not this time. True. But he was probably very inspired by the fart noises that were going on around him and maybe mm-hmm. kind of worked them in to his own music. Okay. Yeah. But he already had fart noises. Yeah. I don't think he's opposed to making the fart noises with his mouth, though. Oh, yeah. Like recording them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's continue on with these end credits. Got Bob's butt scratch. Oh, a double butt scratch. Louise just got the burger from Bob. Linda's making her appearance in the service window. Farts. Wow. That's a lot of farts at the end there. I, that's why I just let it play through because even though um, our listeners can't see what's going on while we're listening to that, there were a lot of very enjoyable farts happening. They were uh, skillfully and masterfully layered, mm-hmm. crescendoed. Mm-hmm. Biscuit's leaving. Biscuit has had enough of the fart talk. This dog does not fart. Yeah, that's true. Biscuit, He's not a farty dog. Biscuit. We've had him for four years now, and I'd say he has farted maybe uh, once a year. He farts once a year, <laughs> yeah. and but, we know but, it. Yeah, but when he does it, you know, you know, you know it. it. Yeah, and he looks guilty too. It's so rare, though. I always have to say, Max, did you fart? And he goes, No. I said, I, I would admit it. I'd take credit. Mm-hmm. Um, Very Gene. Yeah. Okay. We have a whole other action sequence we need to discuss in these credits. Okay, so typically we get Gene coming in from the right side of the screen in his burger costume, just kind of walking by. Gene does make an appearance, but what? tell us what happens. What is he wearing? What is he doing? Gene is in his garbage ensemble. He's got his broken Lady Liberty headband. His Does he have his sunglasses he on? He doesn't have the sunglasses on in this, but okay. in, has- in the end of the episode, he's wearing 2002 New Year's sunglasses. <laughs> so he has his garbage out- outfit on, and he approaches his dad with what looks like a hat. And Bob looks at him, graciously accepts the hat, and puts it on, and we see that it's kind of like this knit. It's like the, one of those winter hats that has like the flaps on the side that cover yeah, your ears. Yeah, but crazy colors. I don't know what those hats are called. Do you? Mm-mm. Um, flappity snappities is what I think they're called. Okay. Because you can snap out the ear things, or you can oh, snap them back up with you a button. can? I, I'm making this up. I, this isn't, oh, this isn't trademark real. trademark it. This isn't real. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to trademark flappity snappities. <laughs> Does Bob hesitate before he puts it on, or he's just like, yeah. Give me that hat. I don't think, I think Bob is like, bring me anything. I love this fashion. And I think Gene hands it to him and Bob looks at it and he goes, oh, okay, oh, sure. Thanks, Put son. it on my head. I don't want to miss a beat <laughs> while I- uh, This is a very dangly thing from the back. Yeah. It's like a child's. It's like a, a young girl's um, hat. <laughs> I could see regular size Rudy wearing it. You're right. It's not, I don't want to say it's a girl's. It's It could be any kid's hat. Okay. So I went on this whole- Professing my love for Bob last episode. Come on. Father of the year. He's the, he's the father of the year. Yeah. I love Bob. He's just great. Uh, he just has to go. If he tried to go against the current of his family, his life would be chaos. He's just learned to accept them for all their weirdness and quirks. And there's a life lesson there. Yeah, I agree. 
Mm-hmm. He always does a little like, oh God, or like Gene, Louise. <laughs> but he's he's always like, those are my kids. Love them. Love um, do we wish Linda were blonde in the window? Uh, I, I kind of, okay, let's talk a little highlights, lowlights. I okay. think that's a lowlight. I think Linda should be blonde in the, in the, in the window. Wait, this is a direct continuation though, because it's after his garbage reveal, which means Linda's hair. Was she back to brunette? She's back to brunette. Okay. Then that's fair. This is, this is a, this did happen right after the episode took place. So Linda can't have her hair if they're going to. If he's going to be in his outfit. Would it be funny if she was in like a World War II nurse outfit? Because of her little like role play? <laughs> yeah. That, that would be funny, but I think it might confuse certain people. Yeah. Okay. The highlight is Bob's outfit. Uh, the highlight is, oh, we're showing Bob's lower back. So the tattoo has to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, even in the end credits, they're not mm-hmm. like, they're not going to miss that. I like Louise and Tina playing the straight men in this Yes. In these end credits, like they're not reacting. They're like, yeah, that's my dad. He's doing his thing. That's my brother. Yeah, and that's my brother. And it's like, we're we're working. Whereas normally Bob's like the the straight man. Is this like the equivalent to like some children bring home like really shitty art and you have to pretend to like it? No, because I think Bob really likes it. Why why does Bob like this? I don't I think it comes back to his lazy sweatpants. Like he he likes like <laughs> just like worn clothes, like uh broken in clothes that are, I mean, I just think he likes it. Okay. I don't fair. think I don't think he's a fashion guy. I don't think he cares that it's maybe old and tattered. I yeah. Think it's a I think there's a certain feel for clothes that are old and tattered that you can't get with new clothes. I like it. Now, the smell, I don't know if they smell or not, so I can't say. And then I can't say for how sanitary it is for the customers in the restaurant. Exactly. It, Maybe Gene's, this is just a family dinner. Gene's so greasy in his clothes, his not garbage greasy, clothes. There like, he is. There's like, there's like pit stains in his sweatshirt. Ugh. Low light, do I want one more thing? I don't know, because the music adds a lot. Yeah, and then at the very end, you kind of you get the troop. 257 chant too and they really go all out with those those raspberries those fart noises and i love it yeah you know what i don't i don't think it's missing anything should we score them then yeah we score on a scale of one to ten h's at the end of tina's uh skylar i'm uh kicking it over to you this is a hard core hot garbage 10 I am with you on the heart, the heart, the heart and the mm. hot garbage, garbage 10. Uh, it's simple enough, but with just enough of stuff to like get you laughing through the end credits. And man, those fart noises really, they really ramp up. They really ramp up the gene. Is this correct? Gene and Bob don't get a lot of bonding moments. Linda and Jean are really just like they have their bath time ritual. That sounded weird. It's like they're a lot of a yeah. lot of Linda and Jean yeah. stuff sounds weird. So that's that's okay. <laughs> um, so I love that they get a bonding moment. Anytime Bob isn't the straight man in the credits, the reveal I just cackled. Yeah. It gets it usually gets a win for me. And then the Mission Impossible music plays back to the undercover situation. I, I think it's Chef's Kiss. 
I agree. B- uh, Bob as a chef kiss. Mm-hmm. Okay, those are the end credits to uh, Tina Taylor Soldier Spy. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Bob's Credits. What else do you have to do? Leave us a review, a good one, five stars. <laughs> you can't bribe people. Yes, you can. <laughs> You absolutely can. Don't leave there us a bad review. There are no rules in Bob's credit. We don't want bad reviews. Leave us a good one. And then check us out on Patreon if you want your name to be turned into a burger pun and you want some extra episodes. And as I said, come join our Discord community that we're growing. You have to sign up for Patreon to be part of the Discord. Yes. you'll Once you sign up for one of the higher tiers, you'll be a member and we'll have chats on there we'll have weekly chats and stuff it's where it's it's we're slowly growing over there and it'll be such a fun community to have so it's like one of our followers on instagram said this beautiful thing that really moved me that bob's fandom is kind of like a big neighborhood and we're all part of the neighborhood this is gonna be like a fun neighborhood community yeah um anything else you want to say before we get out of here I'm going to say, stay garbage Oh, I like that. You're tacky and I hate you. You're tacky and I hate you. Name that movie. School of Rock. <laughs> oh, Skylar got one in there. My hip hurts. <laughs> going to keep that in. Okay. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.